You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Saints, a good shepherd leads his flock where there is green pasture and where there is still water and where the abundance of the earth will provide for the sheep, but not Jesus this day. He's led his flock of 4,000 into the wilderness where there is nothing to eat, nothing to drink, and where the people would starve if he would do nothing. And he's done this on purpose, it seems, especially for the disciples. Jesus was there for three days teaching a huge crowd in the wilderness, and then suddenly, as he's finished his teaching, he looks at his disciples and said, how much food do you have? And the disciples in that moment would realize two drastic things. Number one, that they were in a desperate situation, all about to starve in the wilderness, and that number two, Jesus was looking to them to solve the problem. Mark chapter 8. In those days when again a great crowd had gathered, and they had nothing to eat, he called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd, because they have been with me now three days and have had nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way, and some of them have come from far away. And his disciples answered him, How can one feed these people with bread here in this desolate place? And he asked them, How many loaves do you have? And they said, Seven. In fact, I suspect they might have said, Seven? (laughs) As they realized that Jesus was looking to them to provide the food and realizing that, oops, maybe they were supposed to be the ones who were to provide for supper. And here they are with seven loaves and a handful of sardines. 4,000 starving people. One of two things is about to happen. Either there's going to be a massive, huge funeral, or Jesus is going to save the day. And in fact, we know what happens. In fact, we know what's going to happen before it does happen, because in the text it says that Jesus looks at the crowd and says, I have compassion on the crowd. And we know already at this point that he's going to take care of them. Now, it doesn't look like it's possible. It's certainly not the way that they were expecting to have their dinner. But if Jesus is looking on this crowd with compassion, then you know that all is well. But remember, this is a test for the disciples. These disciples had been there just a few weeks ago when Jesus fed the 5,000. They were the ones who gathered up the fragments in 12 baskets left over after everyone was stuffed. It was in their hands that the loaves just kept going until everybody was filled. And now, a couple of weeks later, they're in the same place with the same problem and they don't know what to do. Guys, we want to say, you have Jesus. And this is what the Holy Spirit has for you. Today, why this is written for us. You have Jesus. You have Jesus who looks at you not with disgust, 
but with compassion. You have Jesus who cares, who cares that you will live in eternity, and He cares if you will live through the day. You have Jesus who takes care of your sin and takes care of your stomach. He takes care of your grave and He takes care of the garden in the backyard. He takes care of everything. In fact, you have the Jesus who put these two prayers back to back. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. You have a Jesus who while he was dying for the sins of the world, also took time to make sure his mother was cared for by John, saying from the cross, Woman, behold your son. Son, behold your mother. You have a Jesus for whom nothing is too big. Not sin, not death, not the devil, and for whom nothing is too small. Not your back pain. Not your restless nights. Not the bread that's in your cupboard. And there's comfort for us. There's comfort for you in this. In this text. In this teaching. In this Jesus. We're tempted, I I think, I'm tempted anyways, to think that Jesus will take care of the big stuff. Like getting us to heaven and making sure we live forever. But the small stuff he leaves to us. No. Not Jesus. Not the one who looks on the crowd with compassion. I mean, it is true that the things of this life, the Lord has given us some degree of free will. The things of this life. It's not necessary for us to pray and fast for three days to determine the Lord's will about what color socks we should wear tomorrow. We can make that choice ourselves. In fact, regarding our life here on earth, Things like where we live, what we do for work, who we will marry, things like this, even the big things, the Lord has given us some freedom and He teaches us to exercise that freedom with wisdom and with faith in His promises and with love for our neighbor. But even in all of these things, all of them, Jesus is involved. He cares. He looks upon you and your daily living with compassion. And wherever he looks with compassion, he acts, he feeds, he heals, he delivers, and he saves. In fact, I think this is one of the points that the text is driving us to. While we we know that we are saved by grace through faith, uh, that beautiful text in the the epistle lesson from Romans chapter 6, where it says that uh, uh, the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we know that. We're saved by grace through faith and not by works that no man can boast. But we think that we are fed by works. Saved by grace, clothed by works. Forgiven through faith, uh, kept warm by our own efforts. We think that because we got up and went to work and we earned a paycheck, that the food on the table came from us, or the money in the savings account is our own creation. And we forget, we forget this, that the sun comes up because Jesus tells it to. That it is the hand of God who pushes up the wheat out of the ground. And that every single breath that you take is an example, is proof of God's patience and love. So when we sit down to eat, we don't say a prayer thanking ourselves for all the hard work to get the food. We thank God for it. 
knowing this, that everything, every good thing comes from His hands. Every good thing is a gift from the one who looks upon us with compassion. And just because Jesus normally uses farmers and ranchers and millers and bakers and grocers and every other vocation in the world to get bread to you, it doesn't mean he has to. The 4,000 in the wilderness learned this, and the disciples were beginning to learn it. And it's for us to learn as well. This is who Jesus is. The saver. And it is who you are. The saved. He is the dyer. And you are the died for. He is the rescuer. And you are the rescued. He is the Redeemer. And you are the redeemed. Even when you sit down to dinner with your family, even when you stand before God on the last day to be judged. Guys, you have Jesus. What can go wrong? Trouble? Count it pure joy, says Jesus. The same thing happened to the prophets. Death? To die is gain. Life? To live is Christ. So hunger or want, sickness or health, peace or turmoil, life or death, boredom or demonic possession, whatever. You have Jesus. And Jesus has you. A good shepherd takes the sheep to the green grass and the still waters. But with Jesus, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you're in the wilderness or in the city, awake or asleep. It doesn't matter. With Him, you are safe. With Him, you have everything. You shall not want. So Jesus looks on you with compassion. And you are provided for. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 915, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 1045 a.m. 
On Tuesday mornings, there is a matin service at 8.30 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 9.30 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace.